Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of In the Know with Cat Bobino. Today, my special guest is Mary Sam. She works. Hello. <laughs> she currently <laughs> works at Microsoft, and she has ten years' experience as a chemist. But we're going to start with her story first. So, welcome, Mary, to the show. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so, um, Mary, I know we talked a little bit off camera before we started, mm -hmm. and I just wanted mm -hmm. to give you the opportunity now to tell us your story. Yeah, so I am born and raised in Seattle, Washington, uh, but my family, they are from uh, Cambodia. My parents are uh, refugees. They survived the concentration camps there um, in Cambodia, and they came here about in the 1980s and um, uh, had me in uh, Seattle. Um, 1982 and yeah from there I grew up in you know very eclectic neighborhood very diverse neighborhood with a lot of other immigrants as well and uh, you know I've always had this uh, burning curiosity for how things work and so school has always you know school and education has always been my main drivers um, you know my main motivation for getting up every day and so from there, I went um, on to attend college at the University of Washington, where I studied chemistry. And I did that for about 10 years. And um, now I'm in the process of um, interning with the, the LEAP program at Microsoft and trying to become a software developer. So um, yeah, my life has taken quite, you know, quite a change since it started. <laughs> wow. And uh, yeah. being a child of refugees from Cambodia, how do you feel your experience was uh, growing up in, you know, in these eclectic mm -hmm. neighborhoods and being a product of refugees? Right. Well, I have to say that ever since, you know, I was young, there's, there's always been a sense of, I've always had a sense of uh, responsibility that, you know, my parents have done so much and survived so much to, you know, get here to the United States that, I've always felt like I had to make sure that the life that I had here was worth their struggle. And so, you know, I never, I, I was always grateful for, you know, my liberties, um, the education that I was getting. And um, I just never wanted to squander any opportunities that, um, you know, came my way. And so uh, obviously, you know, the way out for me, for a lot of people in that neighborhood was through education. And so, you know, that was that was the the vessel that um, the, basically the only vessel that I saw to um, help us get out of there. Okay, and um, yeah. you said your neighborhood was full of uh, immigrants, yeah. possibly our refugees. And what, yeah. did a lot of people use education as that tool? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. A, a lot of my other friends, you know, um, from let's see, I've had friends from. Vietnam and, you know, Somalia, Eritrea, and everybody, you know, had that mindset of, okay, you know, we need to work hard and we don't really have any uh, other, the other, I would say, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We, we wanted to make sure it was a little bit of survival mode, but also the fact that, hey, you know, this is, this is the, 
a really good opportunity for us to get out of the system and mm -hmm. you know some such things that such simple things like the library i remember remember first learning about you know the public library and thinking this is the most amazing thing in the world it's free all you have to do is sign up for it and you have you know access to all this information and so um me and a lot of my other friends you know felt the same way like we just gravitated towards those things wow that's amazing yeah, yeah. I uh, loved the public library growing up myself yeah. out here in California, <laughs> so I spent quite a few time uh, amount of time there. But I think I was reading mostly uh, comic books, so I wasn't very productive as a child. <laughs> 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 um, but okay, yeah. that that is really cool. And uh, when yeah. you decided you was going to go to college, what made you choose mm -hmm. chemistry? Well, when I first decided that I was going to college, I didn't know that I was going to choose chemistry. Actually, I had no idea what I was going to do. Okay. Uh, I just knew that I liked science and I, I knew that I liked learning about how things work. And I've always loved, uh, you know, like Bill Nye, the science guy. Oh, yeah. He's from Seattle as well. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I've always had that going into it. But, you know, I was the first in my family to go to college. And so I didn't really have anybody else as an example or as a, you know, someone to kind of help guide me. And so I was just figuring out as I was going along. And, you know, the first couple quarters was pretty tough because, you know, you're just injected into this college with a bunch of other, you know, people and just kind of, you know, being told, hey, sink or swim. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so that was really tough. But eventually I found um, a, an instructional center there. Um, and I just basically spent my whole career, you know, college career just living at that tutoring center. <laughs> well, that's, that's cool. And I, I do want to kind of touch on something you said. Um, you didn't have much representation because you were a first generation college student and right. growing up, you watched Bill Nye like I did. I love yep. Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, I think it's important. That's why I like to have people like you come on the show to be a representation for these types mm -hmm. of fields. So, yeah. um, how do you feel about seeing people, especially people who look like you or, or women who are doing these types of jobs and you think it's important for kids to see it as well? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, like, I think that's why, you know, when I heard about this opportunity, you know, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't have that growing up. And so I would love to try to inspire or be an example for, for somebody else, especially for, you know, the uh, refugee community. Um, and I, I think that it's important to, to be able to put a face to, you know, um, some of these careers, especially for these kids who really they don't have a lot of opportunity and are able to uh, see that firsthand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So thank you again for being on the show because that's why this is so yeah. important. But when you did go to college and you kind of got thrown in, what made yep. chemistry stand out for you? I really liked doing the labs. Honestly, <laughs> that was that was where I had the most fun. Um, you know, it was uh, hands-on learning and then getting to experiment. Uh, uh, I think the class that stood out to me was uh, was organic chemistry. And, you know, we were given some samples and we had to test, do you know, perform a couple tests on it to figure out, oh, what is this 
you know, um, L, uh, com, um, component. What is this compound? And right. so um, that was the most fun for me because, you know, it was kind of like playing like detective and you're trying to figure out, oh, what is this thing? And, and uh, you know, using science to answer some of those questions. So I really like that. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah. And when you decided chemistry and chemistry kind of spoke to you and you ended up graduating, so what did yeah. you do for 10 years in chemistry? Wow, I can't believe it's been 10 years. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the first few years, um, I uh, ended up working in um, a laboratory. Okay. Um, I started working in a lab um, in the environmental side. And so I was doing testing on uh, soil samples, water samples, just looking for contaminants. Mm -hmm. And did that for, you know, four or five years. And, you know, I really liked being in the lab. But then after that, I wanted to kind of see what was next. And I started working at a consulting company um, doing data review. Um, basically, we were kind of like the the uh, third party perspective on um, environmental laboratory data. Um, a lot of the data coming through the door, they're being used in liability cases. And so, you know, it was just kind of our, it, once again, you know, the science, putting on the science hat, being like, okay, I'm not taking any sides. I'm just saying this is either good science or bad science, you know? Right. And so did that for a while and then worked on, um, my own little um, uh, a project with a team doing investigation on um, who did pollution um, at this site, which I'm not sure if I can talk about it in public. Oh, okay, yeah, no, <laughs> because no the litigation is still ongoing. Oh wow, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't want yeah, you to get so, in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so I did that for a while, and then you know, um, I just as I was projecting the next four or five years of my life, my career, I wasn't feeling as excited about the environmental industry anymore. I wanted to see, you know, what was new, what's the next challenge. And uh, naturally, you know, I thought, hey, you know, I think technology is, is definitely the hot thing right now. And, you know, how can I use this to, um, you know, to kind of propel some of the ideas that I have about uh, science about the environmental industry to kind of get some of the uh, problems solved for um, for that industry. And so um, I started teaching myself how to code and then I, uh, I joined Cambodians in tech uh, to get from support from them. And then now I'm in this uh, program. It's kind of a new program. It's called the LEAP program in which um, the whole purpose of it is to bring more uh, women into tech and also bring in more minorities into tech. And so, you know, it's good for people who are career changers or who are maybe, you know, had a background in technology, but then took some time off to be moms and are trying to get their, you know, foot back in the door. And so um, that's the program that I'm in right now. And, you know, it's it's been fun. It's been exciting. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's up and down because it's, there's just so many challenges. But at the same time, when, you know, you get something to work, it's just the most incredible thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, yeah. could you elaborate a little bit about the organization that you're working with, Cambodia's in Tech? So what yeah. is that? Tell us about that group and how they're helping you in this. Yeah, so um, Maya Gillis Chapman, she's actually the founder of Cambodians in Tech. And so she, um, I reached out to her, I saw her on Come American. And um, 
I reached out to her asking, hey, what is uh, Cambodians in tech and um, you know, how do I join this group? And so, um, yeah, she told me all about it. And basically, it's just kind of like a support group for um, for Cambodians who are, you know, in technology. Because basically, you know, spotting a Cambodian in technology is like kind of <laughs> spotting a unicorn. <laughs> right. And so it's just kind of a way for us to all connect and, like, learn more about what other people are doing um, in technology that are Cambodian. And um, we've had a few meetings and, you know, chats on uh, Facebook and things like that. And, you know, it's been great so far just to know, you know, once again, going back to having somebody relatable be in a position that you don't really know too much about. And then um, it really helps to make me feel a little bit more supported and feel more confident about whether or not, you know, this is something that I could do you know, something that I could be successful in and seeing how there are other people who are successful, who are doing it. And that helps, you know, my confidence. And so that's why I feel like, you know, it's just kind of like a circle, like you just keep, you know, as long as we keep promoting each other, it's it's just really a great support group for everybody. Yeah, that's awesome. I think yeah. it's amazing that you guys are, are coming together and supporting each other and making sure that there are opportunities for each other. And mm -hmm. that's the main thing, I think, when it does come to finding your career and finding your space is yep. having that great support group. So yep. how long have you been in this LEAP program for tech? Oh, geez. So it's been, I only, I started, we started June 27th, and today is September 8th. Mm -hmm. So it's been a couple of weeks. So the entire program is 16 weeks long. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they break it up into, you know, the first couple of weeks is, uh, you know, we're studying and um, learning about some of the basic uh, programming technologies and everything. And um, the second half is the actual apprenticeship working on a team on a real project. Okay. And so that's what I'm in right now. And yeah, it's it's been fun. It's been fun. But it's definitely a challenge, and so I'm glad, you know, to have connected with Cambodians in tech and have other people just kind of be my support. Okay. Yeah. So when it comes to now that you've decided to do more uh, technology, do you have an idea of what you want to do once you finish your program? Well, as far as right now, right now, what I feel like what I want to do is just keep learning because there's just so much to learn. Um, but what I hope to do is eventually find a way to, you know, kind of marry my background in environmental chemistry with technology and hopefully be able to provide some faster solutions to some things that, uh, you know, some of the problems that that we're having right now. You know, um, even some of the ways to, you know, look at the data or collect the data, there's just so many things that could be done um, in a more efficient manner if only, you know, the, the technology it, existed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so um, yeah. marrying chemistry and technology, you're going to add to the timetable of things that we are possibly able to do in helping save the environment. Right, right. So that's a really good, that's a really yeah. good thing that you're yeah. uh, working on. And yeah. so um, I kind of want to go back to, we could talk about both chemistry and technology, but mm -hmm. was there someone in your life uh, once you got to college or mm -hmm. after college that really helped solidify your decisions with chemistry and technology? 
I would have to say, well, as far as technology goes, um, uh, when I first started learning, it was, you know, it's, it's pretty tough, you know, learning how to code on your own. And um, I did uh, reach out to um, a mentor, or, or she's kind of now like my pseudo mentor. Her name is Cal from Cal Academy. Okay. Um, her, yeah, her program, she's um, also trying to get more women um, and underrepresented minorities into tech. And so I reached out to her and she's amazing. She's um, she's also, she works at Microsoft, but she's also teaches on the weekends. And oh, wow. so, um, yeah, her classroom uh, is, you know, it started with just her and her teaching women in her garage, you know? Wow. And so, um, but now she's def she's taking off. There's been, uh, it's been picking up a, a lot more, uh, speed and she's her academy is growing and it's uh, really good to see her um to see her succeed and so she's definitely been uh, a big supporter for me because when i first started it was it was a little tough just you know not having you know that person where i could relate to that i could see myself like being similar to and so she came in there and it's like hey you know you can if this is what you want to do you can do this you just have to keep at it keep working and so yeah, thanks to her. <laughs> okay. And and what about uh, chemistry? Did you have a teacher or someone in uh, undergrad that really helped you? I didn't have one. T I, I, I would say mainly it was, um, there were the tutors that I went to. They were my biggest uh, support there um, at the tutoring center. Um, I can't remember the names right now, but we had, you know, just a few, a few tutors that are just just amazing at what they do, you know, and they, you know, they don't make you feel stupid. They're just there to help you. And, um, yeah, I just, I don't think that I would have gotten through, you know, college, um, at all if it hadn't been for, um, the instructional center at, um, the university of Washington. Well, that's really smart. cool. Hopefully they'll hear this shout out and be yeah. very happy that you <laughs> shouted them out for that. Um, yeah. So that's really cool. So now, you know, we can switch gears a little bit. And mm -hmm. could you tell us what do you do outside of work, like your hobbies? And what, what do you do to have fun? What do I do to have fun when I'm not working? Right. <laughs> well, um, during the winter, I mean, I live in Seattle. So, you know, we do our good share of snowboarding. We like to go up to the mountains. And, you know, um, I usually like to go up there with my brother and some of my friends. Uh, but aside from snowboarding, um, I like to, you know, hang out with friends, go out to eat and watch movies, you know, just basic things, like nothing too fancy. <laughs> um, but I, I do like to go out and, um, you know, Seattle right now is, it's growing a lot with like all the, a lot of the tech jobs that are coming in or that are being made uh -huh. um, available. And so a lot of businesses and, you know, restaurants and new businesses are opening up. So I like to go and try to check out the newest eats <laughs> <laughs> and nothing wrong with that and you know yeah. i've actually never been to seattle but oh from, you should come. I, I know i know I'm i really need to you. come out there <laughs> everything i hear about seattle mostly is the rain How is yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's more of a drizzle i wouldn't say it's you know heavy pouring rain but you know our summers are beautiful and september like the fall time is beautiful as well you know you see the changing of the leaves and um the colors of the just everywhere and it's 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 really nice okay. and then my family's here too and so you know i tried to go see them 
um, like my parents, I, I try to go have dinner with them at least once every two weeks. Um, if my mom doesn't hear from me for, you know, more than two weeks, she starts calling and asking, you know, random questions <laughs> just to check up on me, you know. <laughs> oh, that's, that's cool, though, to have your family yeah. there and to have that support system there. Yeah. Um, so do you ever travel outside of Seattle or outside of Washington, I should say? Um, yeah, I've been to, uh, when I, we go on vacation, I like to go to Hawaii cause that's not too far away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like maybe a five hour ish flight or something like that. Um, so going there, that's kind of like where I like to just relax and, you know, sleep on the beach, <laughs> <laughs> fall asleep. Um, I also like to, um, go to down to Cabo that's close by too. Um, a lot of friends, if we have celebrations, we'll go to, you know, Las Vegas and just for the weekend, just to, you know, have a good time. And so, yeah, yeah, there's a, a lot of um, places nearby that, you know, not too far away, but still very different from Washington. Just good places to get away from, to get away to. All yeah. right, cool. Yeah. All right. And then um, let's go back a little bit toward to um, the refugees coming from Cambodia or do you still work with them or do you work with refugees now that's in, coming from Cambodia and helping them going into tech or anything like that? I am, I'm not currently. Um, and that's just, that's something that I was talking to other group um, Cambodians in tech about was that, you know, I, it would be great if I could do more outreach. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, mo- the extent of, you know, my volunteerism would be, you know, I try to help out friends and family or, uh, you know, friends with kids, you know, they'll be curious, like, oh, Mary, what do you do? And, you know, I'll tell them, like, oh, yeah, you know, this is what I'm doing. And these are your opportunity, the opportunities that you have. And these are scholarships that you can apply for. These scholarships are made for people like you. And a lot of them just don't know that it exists out there. And so for a lot of friends and family, um, I try to, um, you know, give them as much material as I can. And I had um, a niece uh, come over and I showed her around Microsoft just you know showing her like hey look you can like work over here too and you know you you can um, do anything that that you want to do and so you know I try to I try to do help out when I can but you know it's always so busy with work Mm -hmm. and you know I'm also working on my career too trying to get started on this new career in tech and so I try to do what I can but um, hopefully in the future I hope to reach out to um, more uh, more Cambodians more young people who want to get into tech or who just want to learn more about what does it mean to um, you know to be successful or to go to college to get an education you know yeah that's really cool of you and and to have to present these opportunities, especially opportunities that you had and to share your story like mm-hmm. that, that is really cool. And it's very uh, opening to yeah. other students who might want to have this idea. Right. And um, so when we, as we finish for our show, one of the things I like yep. to ask, is there anything in particular that you would want to say to someone young looking up to you who mm-hmm. may want to go into tech, who mm-hmm. may not have, um, a background or the representation mm-hmm. that they see, mm-hmm. what would you tell this person that kind of, who wants to follow in your footsteps? I would say, um, I would say just learn as much as you can and don't worry about being perfect. Just, 
uh, maybe I'm stealing this from someone. I heard this from someone else already, but um, you know, just be brave, just do it, just make, you know, make those mistakes. It doesn't matter, it, you know, learning, making mistakes is, is learning, right? And so um, I think that was one of the challenges that I faced when I first started was, oh, well, what if I fail or what if I get rejected or what if this turns out to be, you know, a mistake? And, you know, it's just part of the process of figuring it out. Um, it's just being on that journey and just, you just have to embrace the journey and, you know, have fun and don't put so much pressure on yourself. Um, that's another thing that I would say, um, as long as you're having fun and, and, um, doing what you know that you want to do in that moment, you know, learning as much as you can, then, um, I would, I would say that you're on the right road. You know, you don't have to know exactly, you know, where you're going, just keep going and be brave. Well, that's cool. That's yeah. awesome. So we're yeah. coming up to the end of our time. So I want to say yeah. thank you very much for giving us your time today and being on the show and telling thank your you. story. Yeah. All right. And to my amazing audience, I want to say thank you again for tuning in to another episode of In the Know with Kat Bobino. And if you have any questions for Mary, you can send them my way and I will shoot them to her. And if you have any questions about the show, just let me know. All right. Until cool. next time.